Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Month of June is slipping away. I mean, for as slowly as May went, June. Whew, man, it's like an express train. It's like the Orient Express bullet train. Okay. Okay. You ever mm-hmm. been on a bullet train? I have not. I, I think I would. Somebody was telling me, somebody was going to New York for vacation and they were taking the train to D.C. And that sounded really cool to me. Mm-hmm. I and, think that you know, sounds fun. You know, and, and but it was like, it was like a really, really, really quick trip. So I have a uh, feel-good story for you uh, that kind of makes you feel that um, there's still good things in America. Okay? Okay. Uh, this is an eight-year-old little boy. <clears throat> went to the Astros game on Father's Day with his dad. Went to the bathroom and uh, washing his hands. And this eight-year-old boy... Uh, sees a World Series ring, uh, just there on the on the basin, you know, right there by the by the wash where you wash your hands, and uh, he he picked it up and took it, and he I mean he's eight years old, and he he gives it to his dad and says, "Hey, Dad, here's your Father's Day gift. Happy Father's Day." Okay, and um, I mean again, he's eight years old, and. So this gentleman, his name is Ronaldo Munoz, who has worked uh, for the Astros and at Minute Maid for 20-plus years, um, was a, is a worker. And he was in that bathroom, and he got called to duty, and um, he took it off when he washed it, and he forgot to put his ring back on. I mean, sure. this has happened many, many times. He's worked 23 years at Minute Maid Park. Uh, it's a World Series ring. It's got his name on the side. His uh, daughter's friend put a post out there that this ring was missing, and the dad of the boy saw it mm-hmm. and contacted the Astros, and uh, they reunited the uh, the ring with the rightful owner. Yeah, that's. Uh, you would have thought that uh, they would have. Um... It wouldn't have been too difficult to find him, right? With his name, you just go right. to Astros and say, "Hey, I ended up with his ring." Yeah. 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 Uh, then so and so the little boy was rewarded by Mr. Munoz with a bag of T-shirts, bobbleheads, sweet voucher for game tickets, and even some replica rings. Awesome. Okay. So, awesome. So the the little guy got uh, got taken care of, and so all all's well that ends well, right? All's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. Um, Deion Sanders is in the news for a couple of reasons. Um. And I, I was I I thought of I, I immediately thought of you when I saw this because I I, I wanted, I was just curious if you feel the same way as he does with regards to a certain phrase that he wants his players to stop using, okay? Okay. He he says um, he wants his players to stop saying "my bad" after making a mistake. 
He said, I can't stand that. My bad. I know it's your bad. Coaches hate that. Parents hate that. Don't say my bad because we know it's your bad. When asked what he would prefer that they say, he said, they should just shut up and do it over. (laughs) So I didn't know how you felt about the my bad or if you'd rather just them apologize. I think in today's era, that's, that's really the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's admitting fault, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's one of the things in our era that people struggle with. Admitting fault, yeah. I um, think he... May, maybe that's been over the course of time. I don't know. It, it, it seems just, to be getting... It se- but, um, yeah, I feel like we, we struggle as a society doing that. You mm-hmm. don't want to admit that you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so you, saying my bad is like the... Well, the softer version of it. You don't have to get all dramatic. I am so sorry for cutting you off in traffic. I am so sorry that I got in front of you at the grocery line. I'm so so sorry that I took the last um, can of of beets when you were going to get it for your Thanksgiving. I mean, it's a can of beets. Yeah. I I don't know. It's a little bit dramatic, Mm -hmm. right? So I just, ah, my bad. My bad. My bad. It's. You know, it's to me, it's the same thing as saying sorry. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. Uh, have you ever been in a situation where you feel like it's it's too much? The person saying it too much? Or? Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I kind of get what he's. I I kind of get what he's saying. I mean, it's it's almost like the the my bad when you say my bad, it kind of absolves you of whatever it is that you did bad it, 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 instead of just saying. Hey, I'll try to do better next time. Or, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I mean it's semantics to a degree. I'll just try mean, to do better next time. You say that a lot. No, I feel like I do. I mean, it's like if you accidentally came around the corner and bumped into somebody. Oh, if I did that, I would just say, "Excuse me, I'm sorry." I wouldn't say, "My bad." I would just say, "Excuse me, okay, I'm sorry." If, if that feels like the same thing to me. Okay. okay. Yeah. But you would, <laughs> would anybody say, I'm sorry, I'll try to walk better next time. <laughs> really? Well, would you I mean, say that? On, no, I wouldn't say, say that. that. I wouldn't say that. I, I would say, I would say, excuse me, I'm sorry. And, you know, apologize for cutting you off there. But sometimes I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never said my bad either. I probably I, have. I, I probably, don't have an issue with it, okay, I guess. I, okay. I mean, it feels like in, I mean, just in my little world of playing doubles tennis, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you or your partner miss mm-hmm. a ball or you hit it into the net or whatever, and you say, ah, my bad. Of okay. course, you you know it's their bad. Hey, you hit it. I know it's yeah. not my fault. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, you, I always appreciate them. It's, it feels like an apology or, you yeah. know, them, them quote unquote feeling bad about I, it. I wonder if, I wonder if he, So it's not as if they don't care. Yeah. I wonder if he feels like that when you say that, it's not really sincere no and that's possible you know that it's not necessarily sincere when you say that because if you say the same thing over and over and over again is that are you being are you being sincere about it maybe that maybe that's the case uh this so now the little boy gets rewarded for stealing last weekend it was for throwing the ball back what are we doing major league baseball lol (laughs) yeah i'm gonna i think i think we can just assume the little boy didn't he didn't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't. He well, didn't know. Uh, kind of. I, I don't know. I, I, Maybe the I dad should have been more so proactive young. about turning it. Turn, turn. And I don't know that he wasn't. Yeah. 
I don't know what he wasn't. I guess my point with what, what being what saying what I said is the head shouldn't have had to wait around and find something on Facebook about it being missing. That, that's and that's that, the article that I read. I mean, okay. Well, they should have very easily just called the Houston Astros and say, "I ended. I found this ring. Yeah. Of this. Do man. you have somebody by the name of Munoz? How do we get in contact yeah. with him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, if they weren't doing that, then there's some questions. Okay. Yeah. If they weren't doing that, I question it. But I mean, I just, but I'm just assuming, I mean, how, how fast, uh, how long had this guy been missing his ring? I mean, for all we know, the guy had a busy day at work the next, on, I mean, on was, Tuesday and he was going to do it on Wednesday. I, it, I don't know. It was only like, it was only like a day. I mean, the yeah. guy, it was only separated yeah. just a, a matter of hours. And that's, actually. and that's why I feel like yeah. you can cut him some slack and was yeah. three weeks later. Yeah. Um, I hate when people call you boss from T-Bone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do as well. And the other thing that really bothers me, just to open myself up here to uh, ridicule and in, in the future, is when they say Mr. Chuck. And I had that yesterday, Mr. Chuck. No, you can just call me Chuck. It just that really annoys me. Okay. Because <laughs> that's respect, but not respect, Mr. Chuck. I just didn't. <clears throat> I don't. I don't care for that either. Okay. Okay. So add that to my so add that to my list of things that just so really. Like if my children are in the building, they should call you Mister Hines. Or, or they can call me Chuck, but it would, but it, well, yeah, I, it's different with kids than than with adults. With kids, I get it. It's with a, it's really with the adults, like twenty five and beyond. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is June the 21st, 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire. So, you know, th- there's a couple of sayings. If you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. And then, in, then there's the other side of that. If you can't beat them, cheat, right? Well, no. You know, no, in sports. Like, if you can't beat them, you cheat. That's... You're not cheating. You're not actually trying to win. That's kind of a thing. Well, in 1900 Dodgers, it's like you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. 1900 well, Dodgers. Yeah, that's the kind of the rule of recruiting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not rubbing. You're not racing. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not cheating, you're not. Yeah. Well, in the 1900 Dodgers okay. scored seven runs in the top of the 11th to go ahead of the Phillies 20 to 13. Mm-hmm. In the bottom of the 11th, the Phillies stall. Because, you know, this is a long game in 1900 before there were lights on the field, and we're trying to have the game suspended by darkness. Well, the umpires figured this out and ended up forfeiting the game to the Dodgers. Phillies tried to cheat. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still goes on. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, um, I'm going to guess like three years ago maybe. I bet you there's some Ranger fans that will remember this. Uh, Rangers are playing in New York against the Yankees and it's past the fifth or whatever and the Yankees are up and it uh, starts raining and the Yankee grounds crew was really slow getting the tarp <laughs> on the field. <laughs> really slow. <clears throat> and therefore the field is drenched and you know by the time it stops raining the umpires uh, it's unplayable. They call the game. They don't finish the game. That's a version of cheating, and it's one hundred percent cheating. It, yeah, it's someone refer that to yeah. gamesmanship. Mm-hmm. 
uh, or 2014 in Coral Gables on Sunday night when you're four outs or five outs away from advance into the super regionals and it starts raining and it stops raining and you've got the momentum and the hot pitcher and all that good stuff. And Miami's like, uh, we don't have any of the quick dry stuff to put on the field for the, you know, in the dirt to dry it out. We, we were all out of that. We don't have any of that. And so the game had to be delayed till the next day, a game in which you lost, but then you came back and won the next one. Another version of Miami, who probably had plenty of quick dry, sure. off in some shed, saying, "Ah, we can't do that. We can't play right now. It's locked up. This yeah, year. we, we yeah, can't. We don't play. have access yeah, to it. We're we're done. We have to there, wait till tomorrow. Wasn't there also a game in the World Series with the Rangers and the Cardinals that, like, the Rangers wanted to get the game in early because everybody knew there was a storm coming in that night, and the Cardinals didn't want to budge. That game got washed out, so they could get their." Ace back again. Oh yeah, Wasn't it something like yeah, I that. Yeah, I think that's believable. Yeah, yep. I think I think you're right. Mm-hmm. All right, proceed. Well, thanks. 1939, <laughs> New York Yankees announced Lou Gehrig's retirement after doctors reveal that he has ALS. Now, 1964, Phillies pitcher Jim Bunning hurls a perfect game as the Phillies beat the New York Mets six to nothing on Father's Day at Shea Stadium. 1970, FIFA World Cup in Mexico City. Brazil and Pele become the first team and player to win three World Cup ti- to win the World Cup three times, beating Italy four to one in front of 107,412 fans. 1971, U.S. Men's Open. Lee Trevino wins his second Open by three strokes on a Monday 18-hole playoff with Jack Nicklaus. 1983, tennis star Arthur Ashe undergoes double bypass heart surgery. It is suspected that it was this surgery where he got the blood transfusion Mm -hmm. where he contracted HIV. Probably a good, good guess. 1986, the previous year's Heisman Trophy winner signs a three-year contract for, with Kansas City, this would be Bo Jackson signing with the Royals. That was just that was just shocking when that happened. Just it really came out of left field. Well, you know the story. Tampa Bay flew him out when he was uh, playing baseball at Auburn. Right, beef with the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, and so he refused to. He actually said, "Hey, make sure it's okay with the like. I don't want to lose my eligibility." Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if the NCAA clears it, yeah, I'll be happy to go. He goes, comes back. Auburn coach comes out and says, Bo, I can't let you play. Your eligibility has been pulled. And he told the Bucks, don't draft me. Mm-hmm. I will not sign. Oakland Raiders signed him two years later. Was that 87, I think? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Oakland, I believe it was in 87 that he went to go play for them, for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. 2012, Miami Heat win their second NBA title, beating the Oklahoma City Thunder 121-106 in Game 5. LeBron James was your MVP. That 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder team is the definition of a show-me-a-picture-that's-real that people will think was photoshopped. Yeah. When you had Garnett and uh, Harden and uh, 
Why am I not, blanking at Not Garnett. Durant. Yeah, yeah Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah, James Durant, Harden. Durant, and, uh, Russell Westbrook. Russ, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Those yeah. three in the same uniform together. Yeah. People yeah. think it's Photoshopped. Mm-hmm. And in uh, 2022, the uh, Los Angeles designated hitter, Shohei Otani, hits a high 8 RBI in one inning. I'm sorry, in 11 innings and a 12 to 11 loss to the Kansas City Royals in California. It is National Peaches and Cream Day. Oh, okay. You get into that? You get into a peach at all or no? No, I'm out on that. Well, thank you. But do you like a peach just by itself? I do not. Oh, okay. Is it the fuzziness of the skin that gets you? I just don't like the flavor of peach. Oh, okay. That's yeah. surprising. All right. How about a nectarine? Mm, that's okay. Okay. Well, that's not nectarine day, so he's going to have to wait for that. <laughs> okay. um, speaking of being creamed, uh, happy birthday, former Texas Tech defensive player, Dwayne Slay. Mm. Turns 39 today. Mm. Chris Pratt, 44. Meredith Baxter from uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains? Family Ties. Family Ties. Family Ties. 76. Uh, Frank Vogel, 50. Wade Phillips, 76. I love his Twitter handle. Son of bum. That's his Twitter handle. And immediately you know who it is. Dana Holgerson, 52. And Kevin Harlan is 63 today. Dana Holgerson is 52. Correct. He's just one year older than Joey McGuire. Okay. That feels about right. I, I would have I thought that McGuire was a little bit younger. And for Holgerson, I mean, relatively young man when he became a head coach. Mm, sure. You know, by, by I mean... By maybe not so much today's standards, but I think it would surprise a lot of folks. It's like, wow, he's been a head coach for a long time, and he's just 52. And on this day in 1956, maybe they should have. we should not have been surprised about this after all. I mean, the guy wrote The Crucible, which is about the Salem witch trials. So he knew a thing or two about a witch hunt. Contempt of Congress charges were placed on Arthur Miller after he would not name suspected communists. The contempt charges would later be reversed by the Supreme Court. Now, I don't want you to feel bad for Arthur Miller. No, he was married to Mon- Marilyn Monroe at one in point. Ni- this year, in 1956, uh-huh. he was mar- married to Marilyn Monroe and then got to direct his second wife, Marilyn Monroe, in her arguably best performance in The Misfits. Oh, All okay. this year, a role that he wrote for her. And that... Is this day in sports history? I kind of interrupted you there. I'm sorry. My bad. I kept going. I didn't care. <laughs> See what I did there? My bad. My bad. My bad. All right, boss. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Six uh, fifty-four this Mr. morning Chuck. here on the morning drive. Thanks for um, being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety-seven three. We have a uh, interesting uh, picture on the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line of a mockingbird nest on a shelf under a roof overhang. Well-built nest. Baby birds are in it. Hashtag farm life. Oh. Good luck to the baby birds. You know, mockingbird. I wonder, what, do they talk? Do the mockingbirds, do they mock you? Perhaps? I, I wouldn't guess that mockingbird, they talk. Mockingbird. <laughs> the song, Mockingbird. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. We have uh, afternoon day baseball for you today. Astros and the Mets. Astros won uh, last night. Um, 
Not a good return for Justin Verlander. He got his World Series ring the other day. They gave it to him. That's good. And so he was excited about that. He hadn't seen it. Wanted to wait until he saw it uh, firsthand. So they uh, they awarded that to him. And uh, the, the Astros promptly greeted him with, uh, uh, you know, a loss last night. <laughs> so good for for him. One of the highlights I saw this morning, this 10-year-old... No, bo- actually good for the Astros. Not good for him. No. they no. handed him a loss. They handed him a loss, right, yeah. yeah. Handed him a ring and then handed him a loss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of the things, this, uh, this little boy had a sign that set up, hit me a home run, I'm, I, I turned 10 today, today's my birthday, and damned if they did. They, he got a, got a home run ball. It was the one that was hit into the Crawford boxes there in left nice. field. So the boy had a sign that says, uh, "I'm ten today. Hit me a hit me a hit hit me a home run." And boom, there it was. So there you go. Okay, this is um, the time of year we start getting these kinds of things. The uh, Dave Campbell Texas Football Magazine, considered by many to be uh, the Bible of uh, high school and college sports, and um, that may be a, a bit too uh, uh, good of a title, but that's you know some look at this and. You know, get it and read it cover to cover. I think uh, Dave Campbell's is, it's more respected for its high school stuff than its college stuff. Okay. Well, they also do the college thing. Yeah, too. they do. They, I mean, yeah. they do. They I mean, do. But I think that the the high school folks. Pretty extensive. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where it's really loved by the okay. high school folks. Well, they have, uh, they've come out with their top 14 for the Big 12 conference. Okay. Because there's 14 teams this year in the Big 12. Right. <laughs> You knew that. You knew that, didn't you? <laughs> I was aware. Okay. They made an announcement and everything. <laughs> they, they did. Here's your top four. Okay. <laughs> Tell me if you have any disagreement. Texas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, and TCU. Texas Tech is fifth. Okay. Then Brigham Young, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Central Florida, and KU. And then rounding it is out. That eight? Is that eight? How many was that? Yeah. The top four are Texas, K-State, Oklahoma, and TCU. Then Texas Tech is fifth, okay? Then BYU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Central Florida, and KU. So 10. There's 10, okay? And then the final four to get to 14, okay? Houston, Iowa State, Cincinnati, and West Virginia. Do you have any disagreement about any in the top four? I'm going to say I don't think TCU ends up there. Okay. I I know Oklahoma had a great recruiting class. I just think they're given so much benefit of the doubt it's because of how good they've been over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very average last year, but I'm not, you know, they're returning their quarterback and a lot of key guys. So uh, I, I believe that that's doable. I'm not saying that TCU, no way, but I don't have them finish in the top four. Sonny Dykes was at the uh, College World Series the other night. I I don't think I've seen a cap with letters that large since like 1986. It looked like one of those 1986 coaching caps because it had in huge letters across the top, frogs. I mean, we're talking like Jesus Returns type letters, okay? Um for a headline, frogs, and um, man, it's just, I, it's like, man, that's a bad look. <laughs> it's a, that was a, just a, it was just a bad look. 
<laughs> He'd be much better in a visor with that. Or maybe not wearing a cap at all. Or if you've got a cap, maybe not such a big, broad brim and then the big, huge letters on there. I mean, there's like skyscraper letters. It's Frogs. amazing how purple and white can really make you change how a hat looks. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, I, here's my issue with the top four. I, I'm i with you on the TCU, but the other one is Oklahoma. Especially, I mean, do I think Oklahoma's going to be as bad as they were last year? Probably not, but in, but the, I guess this is, you know, they, they really feel like that they're going to make a big rebound, but I just don't know that Oklahoma's going to be going to be third, and I'm not. And, and, and if I was going to, maybe if I was going to flip flop them, I don't know if I'd put the Red Raiders third, but I, I, Oklahoma seems a little high to me. As I said, I just feel like they're so getting the benefit of the doubt of who they've been in the past, not yeah. who they were last mm-hmm. year. Um, and they might have. I think a lot of publications have their quarterback as being the best returning in the Big 12 Conference Mm -hmm. and a lot of other key pieces back, but they also lost a ton, it feels like. So, yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, I wouldn't have probably put Oklahoma in the top four. I probably wouldn't put Oklahoma – or excuse me, TCU in the top four, but I wouldn't move either one of them too far out of that. So I don't think it's just outrageous. It's not outrageous, right. And the Red Raiders being number five – just based on who you've been in the past, and that's—I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not going to get out of been out of shape over that. I think you'll finish in the top four, but would you have had Tech at four? Five is not that far from four. Yeah, right. No, it's yeah. one less. <laughs> would you have had Tech at? Would you have had Tech at four? Um. Yeah, probably. Okay. And then I think they have BYU a little higher than what we've seen other prognosticators have because they have BYU at six. Yeah, a lot of people feel like it's going to be a down year for BYU just because of what they have coming back. Yeah. Yeah. The so-called experts. Yeah, right, right. That I don't claim to be. Yeah, and I I don't know that that Cincinnati is going to be 13th. Mm, I don't know. I would definitely pick them in the final four. You would? Okay. Yep. Okay. And would you pick uh, UCF behind, just ahead of Kansas and and behind Oklahoma State? Because they're at... Depends which way the coin flipped. They're at nine right now. Yeah. Would you put KU at 10 ahead of Houston, Iowa State, Cincinnati, and West Virginia? That seems a little lofty to me. Yeah, I think I would. You would you put them at ten? I think okay. I put them there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean so, that's their rightful spot, right? In the Big Twelve <laughs> yeah, Conference, yeah, right. the football. <laughs> that's what ten. they're used to, right? Man. I mean that's what we got you down for ten. Okay. Yeah, they just haven't changed. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be four teams behind yeah, them now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> for many years, that's where they lived. <laughs> Without a doubt, that they're com- they're comfortable yeah. down there at ten. Yes. Yeah, they're comfortable. They know where they. You know, if they they f- know how to get there. Yeah, and then they if 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 it's KU if it's KU they'll come out with shirts that say hey we're top ten team top ten <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay a couple accolades for individual uh, players for Texas Tech uh, Jalen Hutchings named the best defensive lineman by Dave Campbell's Texas the football. best best the number one best 
named the best defensive lineman. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. And here's the other thing, and this is not what you always want, but if, I mean, if you're going to have to do it, you you want the best. Uh, Austin McNamara named the best special teams player on the All Texas College team. This is the All Texas College team. Yeah. Hope okay. so. Um, I think we were all pretty much expecting that kind of stuff last year. Mm-hmm. It really didn't come to fruition. Uh, also on the all-Texas college team. It's funny so to th- talk about a punter having to bounce back here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But he we really, were... I mean, I feel like he finished the season pretty strong. Yes. Felt, felt like he was better down the stretch. Kind of got him. I, th- think they, they, I think they messed with him too much and with trying to do some, you know, specialized kicking, kicking out of bounds, pooch kicking, coffin corners. Hey, man, just hit it and rip it. You know, just don't mess around with him. Just let him let him be him. Um, well, I'm a fan fan of the angle punt. He he just wasn't able to do it yeah. as well. Uh, also on the uh, first team of the all Texas college team. So when you have to remember, this doesn't include Oklahoma, obviously, because they're not in Texas, or you know BYU or you know K State. Okay. But it does include schools that are out of the Big Twelve that are in sure, the state of Texas. Like Texas and Baylor and TCU. They are in the Big Twelve in, in the state, right? UTSA. Sure. Or, other schools like that. Anyway, Taj Brooks. North uh, Texas, whatever. Taj Brooks. SMU. First team uh, honoree. And then Duran Bradley and offensive guard Cole Spencer on the second team. No rusty stats? Not that I'm seeing. It's disappointing. Okay. Well, he didn't played it down for you yet. That very fair. You know? Very fair. And but you could say the same thing about Cole Spencer cuz he didn't play last year at all. Yep. So they've obviously maybe got better film on Cole Man, Spencer than Rusty Stats. Add two guys to the mix that could be, you know, first or second team Big 12 this year. Man, that'd be nice. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. And for the boom boom boom, here is Jimmy Lynn. All right, an interesting one for the Texas Rangers last night, not in a good way. They fall to the White Sox 7-6. Mm. to six. Texas had taken a two-run lead in the eighth inning, but the White Sox came back with three more, including a go-ahead run, which was scored by Elvis Andrews, the former Ranger, uh, at the plate where it looked like, I mean, Rangers initially get the call of out at the plate, but after a review, New York says that um, – there was interference with the catcher, and that causes the run to count, and the Rangers fall by that 7-6 to six score. They'll finish off the series today. You can hear it here on Double T 97.3 starting at 6.30. All right. We'll have uh, college baseball on the air for you today here on Double T 97.3. As uh, TCU faces elimination, they'll take on the number two overall seed, Florida. Florida has yet to lose. Their last loss was to Texas Tech in the Super Regional. Uh, that'll be at 1 o'clock for first pitch, our coverage at 1240. And then tonight, the one seed, Wake Forest, takes on the five seed, LSU. LSU has to win as well to uh, advance uh, to tomorrow, when which they would play Wake Forest again. Uh, same thing with, with TCU. If they won today, they'd have to play Florida again tomorrow before the best of three national championship series. Yeah, Florida seven and one in the postseason. Only Crazy one loss yeah. to the Red Raiders. To the Red Raiders, yeah. Mm. Just shows you we were maybe closer than we thought. Mm-hmm. Maybe closer than we thought. 
All right, Houston Astros, welcome back. Old buddy Justin Verlander to Houston last night and treated him rudely, giving him the loss. He pitched okay. Astros take down the Mets 4-2, to two, even that series. Game 3 coming up today at 1240. You can hear it on 100.7, the score. Alex Bregman homered in the contest. Verlander ended up going seven innings, giving up four runs, five Ks. Did not walk a batter. He drops a 2-4 and four on the year. The uh, Los Angeles Angels general manager says now it's highly unlikely that they're going to trade Shohei Otani. Uh, he said uh, it's pretty self-explanatory with where we're at in the standings. Okay, yeah, no doubt. Uh, the the Angels are forty-one and thirty-four. They right now, if the playoffs were to start, would have one of the American League's wild card playoff spots. They trail the Rangers by five games. They were nine back two weeks ago. And uh, the Angels took three or four recently from the from the Rangers, and they're eleven and four in their last fifteen. So, why would they? Why would they trade one of the best players in baseball who can also pitch as well? Uh, Otani's making thirty million this year, and he's in his final year of Angels team control. I just don't know how the Angels could let him get away, unless he just doesn't want to be in LA, mm-hmm. which is a little bit hard for me to believe, but. Whatever. All right, head coach Greg Sands from the Red Raider men's golf team has signed former North Texas standout Vicente Marzilio to a national letter of intent. The former Conference USA Freshman of the Year back in 2020-21. Marzilio signed with Mean Green and former UNT assistant James Vargas, who was announced as the Red Raiders associate head coach last week. He is a three-time NCAA regional participant. Um, Good addition to the mix there. Yeah. Uh, This is kind of cool. They'll they'll make this announcement today uh, with regard to the bracket, but the Air Raiders, part of the basketball tournament, you know, where you play for a million bucks, it's winner (laughs) take all. Uh, They're going to announce um, the bracket today, the the basketball tournament will, and also the Air Raiders roster uh, that will include uh, Davide Moretti and Todrick Gocher, or Todrick, Todrick Gocher, Todrick Gocher, yes, and Tariq uh, Owens? Tariq Owens, yeah. Um, and Matt Mooney, I believe, as well, will be a part of that team. So, yeah, excited to uh, see what exactly the roster looks like and excited to see who they're going to match up with. But I, I'm super excited about this coming to Lubbock and uh, getting to go watch those guys compete yeah, over at yeah. the USA. I think that's going to be really uh, cool. Late, mid, mid, mid-July. Uh, like, I think the 19th or so is when that first game is, right around there. I think it's like 19th through 23rd or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think it should be really cool for tech fans. And that is the boom, boom, boom. Okay. So thank you for being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 973. <coughs> Somebody wanted to know this. Um, so Chuck, after you finish lecturing the poor door to door salesperson, it's not a lecture. It's just a, it's just tidbits advice. Do you reward them with a purchase or just leave them with the lesson? Well, I mean, if I don't need what they're selling, I just leave them with the lesson. Okay? Now, generally speaking, if it's a young person that's like selling cookies or light bulbs or whatever, I'm I'm all in on, uh, on rewarding them. You know, if they're raising money for their school or their baseball team or whatever. I'm, I'm generally in on that. It's been quite some time, though, since we had the door knockers for the fundraising kind of thing. You don't see yeah. that as much anymore. Yeah, I think for the most part, you don't get that unless you, you're 
pretty much friends with the family, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a different that's a different deal. Those kind of door yeah. knockers with kids again that you know the family. Yeah, you're yeah. tight with the family. Or they're right. That's, that's a see, different. You deal. see these kids hanging around the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, that's, blah, that's blah, a different blah. deal. Yeah, it's right. a little bit different deal. But I like to reward yeah, them. I, I, I found it fascinating that um, you thought the guys appreciated you lecturing them, coaching they're, them up. Coaching them up. Yeah. We're not, I'm not lecturing them. Yeah. Coaching them up. Just trying to provide a little mm-hmm. insight. I wonder how um, you or I would handle that situation. Like we're going to do our jobs. Like let's say you were going to – interview coach Gerlich. okay and she provided me some <laughs> she's like chuck i think maybe you should ask questions like this yeah no, or, I, or ask questions and not yeah. make statements mm-hmm. maybe you should I, focus on asking questions about um the next opponent and not looking back at a yeah. game or whatever how right i wonder how you would see, see, see i only that. i only i would i would i would take that uh-huh. constructively i mean because i i really have it in my mind because you have you've coached us on ask questions not make statements and i've tried really hard to ask spe- be specific and ask questions so that was a good critique i mean about a week or so ago on highest critiqued one of my proposals and offered me uh advice okay your boss that's their job well but this is your boss that's their job i've worked for him for 26 years he's never ever done that but see this is this was this was new so your our boss has never critiqued you in 26 years no he's critiqued me he's never (laughs) critiqued a proposal he critiqued a proposal and offered insight but because previously he was too busy for me but now he's not as busy as he used to be so he's got more time on his hands so he offered his he offered his advice yeah it's different when it's your boss well it's my it's my boss's boss but he's the overall he's on highest i mean he's the He's the head daddy rabbit, so he can he can provide whatever kind of advice that he wants. But I mean, mm-hmm. he offered he offered some you know a critique, and I mm-hmm. and I, I I used it in my next proposal. Again, it's different when it's your boss, right? But I mean, compared was, to mm-hmm. some guy you're trying to go sell to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would guess they <clears throat> don't enjoy your suggestions as much as you think they do. Well, you know, I mean, they're they're you know interrupting my evening i'm just trying to provide a little insight then it's not everybody i mean you have to be i mean you have to you have to show some promise in order or be really bad in order for me to provide words of wisdom i'm not going to just waste my breath on every tom dick and harry that you know <laughs> knocks on my door okay i need to show of hands in the listening audience how many people believe that chuck doesn't have time for every tom dick waste and harry? his breath I mean, come on. Man. So I'm counting hands, Chuck. Hang you on. only got so many I'm words looking. before God says, boom, you're done. And Does anybody have any uh, binoculars? I'm, I, I'm trying to see the people in the back over there. Um, I bet if you bought what they were selling, they would be more open to your suggestions. No, I mean, you're, you're close, Jamie. If they bought what he was selling, he would mm. be more open to their suggestions. No, I, I, again, you know, there's some people that are just really bad at it and they need, you know, it's like they need just a little extra help. Do you ever critique like your waitress or your waiter and tell them how they should do their job? Because <laughs> that's and I'm not that's not my skill set. I did offer though last night. I did offer to be a waiter at one of uh, our fine sponsors' uh, places of business because 
my, my one of my bosses was taking his motorcycle group there, and I wanted to make sure he was going to have plenty of help. I go, do you, do you need me to help, come help serve? And I was willing to do that. He told me, he said, no, we're good. So either he didn't want me there or he said, we're good. But I was going to help fill water glasses and chips and toss us at uh, Montalongos. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But he, they didn't need me. Uh, Chuck, if you're concerned with wasting your breath, then you might need to reconsider your career choice. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's a critique. That's what we do. That's a critique. <laughs> so that is a critique. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Hour from now, it's the end of the bench. And then uh, high noon today, a brief edition today of uh, the bottom line before Astros baseball. They conclude their series with the New York Mets. We'll have it for you at 1240. At which time also we'll have, as Jeff mentioned in the Sports Center, College World Series baseball from Omaha today as TCU and Florida will battle. Then uh, Tech Talk after that. So it'll probably be, uh, it'll probably be what, 3.30, 4 o'clock for the Tech Talk boys? Gus and uh, AD? Yeah, that's probably fair. Okay. Uh, 6.30, the Ranger broadcast time tonight. They conclude their series with the White Sox. A little bit of a controversial play yesterday with a review. And uh, it was uh, safe by the home plate umpire who was right there. And the guys in New York uh, reviewed it. No, out. I mean, out, out, right. I was out there, out at home. And then the uh, replay people overturned it and called him safe. So You, You say a little controversy. Can you please define what a large controversy would be yeah. <laughs> well you know it was big when sports center had afterward it, this morning had like most controversial calls ever and they came after the yeah. rangers white yeah. Sox right. highlights right uh, right this this one is uh, again i'm i'm gonna be really really anxious to see what major league baseball says over this one um, whether they're going to need to educate us all on why it was the correct mm-hmm. call and help us to explain it. And at that point, um, they'll get lots of blowback from across the league and across the fan base, and then they'll rethink that call, okay? And it will probably get tweaked. Or they will come back and say our umpiring crew – Slash the replay folks from New York didn't get the call right. Blew it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard. Would that surprise you if they came out and said, Our, my bad, <laughs> our bad, we missed it? I think all sports do it every once in a while. I mean, it's not a ton, but mm-hmm. you, I mean, you hear NBA teams say, oh, the NBA said that six calls were missed in game three of the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it happens. Um, I feel like the NBA has done a better job of that in recent years. Maybe so. Maybe you know, so. by, you know, they're... Yeah. they're I know yeah. some folks were complaining about the Rangers, uh, the strike zone last night, too. I, I I continue to think that Major League Baseball umpires are so much better at the strike zone than college umpires. And speaking of that, I mean, if you've watched the College World Series, as good as those games have been, it seems like the strike zone behind the plate has just been a mess. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, those games have been great, but it feels like that's got to be something that's really, really hard to do. 
right? Really hard. Sure. <laughs> Calling balls and strikes. And uh, I, I just think when you're at that level of doing it really, really well, it's usually coming from guys that are at the big leagues. Would or you, in the big leagues, I should would say. Would you be in favor of a computerized strike zone for college baseball? No, I would not. But okay. I feel like it's going to happen in all levels of baseball at some point. Do you think that's because it's because it'll be more economic? Uh, no, that's not why I think it is. You don't? Okay. You don't think it'll be cheaper to do that? As, it might be. Yeah. It might be, but no, I don't you think You still need a reason. guy there, though. I was going to say, you still have to have somebody there to call somebody, somebody out at home, out right? home. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. not everybody's got. Oh no! We'll just send it to New York for review, so they can get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's what they'll do. Or we're going to pay the guy less since he's not calling balls and strikes. I, I, right. I, I also going back to something that Jamie said that they're going to have to educate all of us. There is nobody that thinks this was the right call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The White Sox don't think this was the right call. Right. Yeah. They they got away with one. They it went yeah. the Sox way. Sure. Yeah. And as a, a resident, as the resident White Sox fan here. I'm saying, what the heck are you looking at, New York? Yeah, I wasn't listening on the radio at the time. I was watching on television, and I was actually, um, I was loving the two Ranger broadcasters because they were thoroughly frustrated and bothered by it. And, like, they even talked about, the Rangers got to get over being shell-shocked. And you could tell they were. They were just felt like they had been completely hosed. And but they were. the broadcasters were really frustrated, and it sounded like Homer Jamie during a Red Raider baseball game where I get frustrated about something I need to just let go. So it made me feel better about myself. Speaking <laughs> of your fandom for the Chicago White Sox, where's your White Sox cap today? The Rangers got screwed last night. I don't need to be sh- – this wasn't a White Sox win. This was the Rangers getting screwed. Did you just... And I mean, notice I wore a tech cap yesterday. I'd planned on wearing a tech cap all, all week. Okay. Okay. Because, well, yes, they are my team. They are not good. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge they are not good. Mm-hmm. And was we're perfectly that, happy with walking away with a sweep the wrong direction the, the next three games. We've the seen, Rangers got screwed last night. Yeah. They deserve some support. So this was an intentional... It wasn't this was just, intentional today. You didn't just yeah. grab the wrong cap as you I did not grab the wrong the cap. Today. So we've seen that White Sox cap here quite often. Why don't you turn the tables on him, Jeff, a little bit here? Where's your KU hat when KU's playing? He's the, got a blue tie on. Yeah, the Red Raiders. I mean, what? I That's mean, if you're going to throw that tie. at Jeff, I'll why can't he him. throw that back at you? Well, because I've, 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 I've chosen. Jeff wears many hats. Yeah, he rotates his hats. Well, a that's, ton. that's a fair. That's a fair throwback. But I, I, what, I don't what, like it when those two teams play. I, I, nobody says Jeff likes it when the White Sox and Rangers mm-hmm. play because he okay. clearly roots for both. Okay. The, the the only time I like it when they yeah. play is when I get to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because then I get to see both of them play. Yeah. yeah. We don't ever get to see a Royals visor. I got one. <laughs> it's I got, good. I got a Royals visor. <clears throat> maybe maybe I'll wear it tomorrow. You should. <laughs> no, we <laughs> wanted you to wear it when they were playing the. The Rangers. When they're playing the Rangers, yeah. Um, 8.08 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T I feel like we, I feel like we missed the boat today or that I missed the boat today on the summer solstice that we, that we, should, have, we should have done something. I mean, it's the longest, most lit day of the year. Not, 
Not, not in the figurative. <laughs> this day is lit. Not in the figurative sense, but in the, in the literal sense. You were just really hip there. Yeah, Chuck. I was. I was really hip there. Yeah. So it's like you know, sometimes they'll people will play you know hundred holes of golf or something like that. But we didn't miss it. Well, no, we talked about it. But, you mentioned it. But are we going to do anything Dude. with it? Like, is lighter later? What, 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 is, what do you want us to do? I wonder if daughter number one would let the young phenom and boy wonder have a a night swim, even though it's not going to be night. It's the bedtime rules are pretty stringent at, with the the mother of those two, and which is, I mean, that's, I mean, they got to keep them on schedule. I understand that. Kids need sleep. They need to be on schedule, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, adults need, need sleep too. Need yes. to be, they need to be yes, on schedule. But big, big fan. I think, the, I think the boys would. And sugar does affect them. I think the boys would love <laughs> a night swim with some ice cream. That that needs to be on the list, bullfighter. Yeah, that, the, <laughs> yes. the, the kids, the sugar, the sugar doesn't, doesn't affect, affect kids. kids. Yes, <laughs> yes, put that on the list, bullfighter. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it does affect kids. And people in Miami can dodge lightning. They can. <laughs> Because they they're used to it. They're used to it, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody had this question. Chuck, was that... Oh, oh, oh. Highly monitored this morning. <laughs> uh, daughter daughter number one just chimes in. Depends on what we had the next day. Yes, yes ma'am. I understand that. I'm not in charge of any of the bedtime rituals. So maybe I should just stay in my lane. What do you think? Wasn't that an initiative for 2023? It was. It's yeah. And 2022? And, and, and 2021? 2021. <laughs> 8 11. <laughs> this has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.